Hey, it's KT from the Ben and Skin Show, and you're listening to the Drunk Sports Podcast with Big Red and IndyCar Tim. Talking sports, current events, guy stuff, and everything in between. Now open up a cold one and drink along, because here they are, Lance and Tim. You can buy me a drink. (laughs) We're all drunk. Absolutely. Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to episode seven of the Drunk Sports Cop. God dang it. Every week, dude. Podcast? God almighty. Welcome to episode seven of are the you, Drunk Sports Podcast. Is that because you're wearing a codpiece? God almighty. Are you are you seriously wearing a codpiece? Every week, man. It's dead it's Dan Pastorini's show, number seven. Dan Pastorini, and you're wearing a codpiece on the air. Christ <laughs> almighty. I promise I won't wear it again. Such fucking rookie bullshit. So hey, viewers and listeners, this is episode seven of the Drunk Sports Podcast. Podcast with a P, not a C. With a P, we want to say hello to all the drunk dudes and dolls and all the drunk sports podtards out there. Uh, I am IndyCar Tim, and I'm here with my favorite partner in the whole world, Big Red, baby, Mr. Big Red himself, Lance Dorsett. And we have a studio audience tonight. I mean, thousands, consequently millions, are in the garage tonight. Growing by the ones. Growing by the ones. <laughs> Uh, my beautiful wife, Lauren, is here. And my baby brother, Lane. And in the house is Stacy, and she refuses to come out and actually participate with us because she is hungover as fuck. Wow. That was, uh, that was fun last night. She, uh, yeah, she was on a, on a whole new level. I've seen her on that level before, and it is fun and exciting. Well, just don't let her dad know about it because he's... Still likes me for some reason. I <laughs> well, I wasn't there, so uh, Mr. Stacy's dad don't ever think badly about me. I st- I tried to stop her last time. I just watched, and it her. did not go well. I just watched. So once again, welcome to this episode of the Drunk Sports Podcast. I'm Indy Cartim alongside Big Red. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you want to communicate with us. We'd love to see the comments from you, questions, things like that. But please be nice because um, right now I can't take being mean to being. Someone being mean to me. Why? So we My, del- hey, Myron Cross is on. Myron up, Cross Myron? Li- lives down the street. Myron, come down here and have a beer with me. Come hey, on. Come on, Myron. Come down here and uh, have a beer with us and, and make fun of us in person instead of just online. Uh, <laughs> so um, we are dealing with a special situation in uh, Studio 69 at Casa Not So Grande. We're being dive-bombed by June bugs tonight. Eh, well, I mean, you know. is Well, last time I checked, this is April. Let's Why are June bugs in April? I don't know. I don't know either, man. This is your house. Uh, he's the, You've got a freaking he's the brother pest, that's in pest control. He's the pest guy. I mean, shit. Ask him. You've Fuck. got a brother in pest control, I, and we're dude. dealing with June bugs in April. <laughs> I'm, my ankles are getting eat up by shit right now. So, Well, that's why. Because you're wearing flip-flops and shorts. Nobody has to. Hey, you know what? They're not the infamous khaki shorts. They're, They're not the khaki. Oh. They, they were the soon-to-be infamous gray shorts well we're going to break the khaki shorts out because we're going to retell all of that so that people can actually hear it about that night and how things went down forming this drunk sports we, podcast what, when did we talk about that originally did we talk about that on uh that was episode zero, zero? is that when they came yeah, out when the yeah. one where my mic wasn't working and everyone yeah. got to hear you but not me thankfully oh jesus and I chased the dogs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And you chased the dogs. So, yeah, we'll go over all that again. But 
Um, lots of stuff to get to this week. We want to thank everybody for tuning in on Facebook. Thank everybody for uh, downloading and listening. Please like and share this podcast. We are trying to grow into the tens of people that download this every week. The tens. I think we're like in yeah, the couple of tens to twenties, maybe thirty. Well, hey, we've been at this about a month, and I am proud to say we are we're strolling in on almost a thousand unique downloads for all of our episodes combined and we're not taking calls live on the air by the way sorry <laughs> text in so but, hey don't this, call me sorry this, this thing this <laughs> thing's whoever that was it's um, that, i'm sorry that we, we can't can't take live calls yeah, we can't take live calls we're not we will that. we will since we get our new board we'll be able to do that texts and calls text and calls we have our we'll own, live on the air we'll have our own text text runner that'd be, that'd be oh, cool. we gotta have a sponsor for that so, whoever's calling Lance from the 6908 number, stop, because it's annoying. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, lots of fun My stuff bad. to get to this week. <clears throat> First of all, uh, we were going to give shout-outs to everybody here, both of them, um, which we've already done. Uh, thanks to Lauren for being here and supporting us. Thanks for Lane for being here and supporting us. Uh, everybody wish – we need to stop down for just a second. We need everybody to wish Lane – uh, good luck. Everybody say a prayer for Lane and his fantasy baseball team. Um, I don't think it's going well for him. He was watching Braves and Indians earlier. And uh, it's, I, I'm, I'm concerned that it's not going well for him. So everybody say a quick prayer for his fantasy baseball team. Um, and uh, hopefully that will help him along. Um, we were going to say hello to Veronica um, of many other episodes fame. However, she is not here yet, uh, and so we will push her hellos and thank yous for things, nice things that she's done for us to next week. Um, she's, she's made us some awesome tumblers with our show logo on it, and we were going to promo that and talk about those for a little bit uh, and show them to everybody, but she's not here yet, so we'll push that back to next week, but they're really cool. Uh, if you guys want custom tumblers, we're going we're gonna to post her information, her Facebook page, and her website. On the feed. I am not chasing this dog tonight. Not uh, on episode seven. I did that on zero. I'm not doing it on he's seven. He's already running away? Hell yeah, yes. Uh, Lane went out there. Lane's him. chasing him down. Oh, he's probably got a. He's probably got something he's going to shoot him with or something. Um, so, hey, quick hits for this week. There's a lot going on in sports this week. Um, I kind of made a new segment here called Quick Hits. Things that I want to touch on but I don't want to talk about in great detail. Um, coming up on the show, though, as far as things we are going to talk about, we're going to talk about some Russ, Russ, Russell Wilson's new contract and what that means for Dak and the Cowboys. Uh, Russell Wilson just got incredibly overpaid because apparently players can now make demands to it's their scary. team. It's scary, man. I mean, yeah. it's out of hand, dude. This is out of hand now. We're going to touch on that a little bit. But what does that mean for the Cowboys because they're in a uh, – they're about to be in contract negotiations or extension negotiations with Dak. And, dude, Russell Wilson's contract is not Cowboys friendly. Right, right. It's, it's going to get ugly. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Stars taking that 3-2 series lead. Home ice. Uh, we're wrapping it up possibly Monday. We'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about Dallas Cowboys 2019. Their schedule was released this past week. Uh, we're going to talk about that and um, maybe some predictions. For the Cowboys for this for this year, 
Uh, we're also like going to, time permitting, we're going to stroll down some of the Cowboys. The draft is this week, of course, on Thursday, round one. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, possibilities for them at, at pick 58, which is their first pick. Because, of course, their first pick this year was Mr. Amari Cooper. And uh, we know how that pick has worked out already for us. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that if we have time. Um, I, so I've been watching baseball a long time, Lance. My whole life, really. My dream job as a child was to talk to my dream child. My dream child. My dream job as a child was to be right back. Do a sports play-by-play. I wanted to do uh, Rangers specifically radio play-by-play. I never really wanted to do TV so much. I wanted to do more radio because I feel like that's a that that's that's more of a a pure play by play situation. You know, you're more descriptive when you're on you know, doing play by play on TV, you're 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 just sort of summing up the action that's going on cuz everyone's seeing it. But dude, when you when you do radio play by play, you you are describing the action to people that cannot see the game. And that's what I always wanted to do from the time I was a small child uh, listening to to Rangers on 1080. Um of course, that did not work out well for me. I think it's a fine art. It, I mean, dude, it's a fine. We were blessed here in DFW with the great Eric Nadell um, doing Rangers stuff. So, But I've been watching baseball for a long time, and I watch national games. And there's something I wanted to talk to tonight, just an article that I saw on The Athletic by Levi Weaver, because this is something apparently that I've taken for granted the entire time I've watched baseball. So you've heard at some point someone describe – that the pitcher struck out the side. I, I, I yep. hear it all the time. Yep. So and of course I'm thinking, okay, that's three strikeouts in that half inning. He's he's every Irregardless out. What happens, yep. Every out of that half inning was by strikeout. Now there might have been a walk, there might have been a couple of base hits, there might have even been some runs scored during that half inning. But if a pitcher strikes out all three, uh, that is a that's striking out the side. So uh, that's what Levi Weaver also wrote as he was writing out, uh, writing his article last week about uh, some Rangers and A's. Someone commented in the comment section on The Athletic that said, well, that was a great article, but you're wrong because uh, striking out the side means three strikeouts in a row with no base runners. And Levi, that's the first time Levi had ever heard that. It was a great article if you guys haven't looked it up on, on The Athletic. Really funny. Levi's a great writer. But I have never heard that in my life. That no, there's any no I, difference. I just I, I'd always I'd always assume that uh, striking out the side was uh, your three outs. The three outs in the inning were were based on strikeouts. So yeah, and so Levi thought that too, just like we did. So um, he took a really cool uh, a really cool angle on it, and he went and interviewed a bunch of the Rangers, uh, the players, a bunch of the coaches. Um, broadcasters, and it seems that this is a point of debate. Everyone's got a, a different view on what striking out the side means. Like he interviewed other, he interviewed T.R. Sullivan, and it was really funny. He's the first one that Levi talked about in the article, uh, where T.R. said, "Okay, well, what do you think it is?" And he said, "Well, it's it's you know striking out three three batters, regardless of what happened in between, right. and that's striking out the side." And Levi said, or T.R. told him, "No, you're wrong. That's not what it means." And then so Levi made his case about why he thinks that, and then T.R. said, okay, well, you're right. That's fine, which just made Levi even more enraged because he said, how can you dare 
how can you dare change go switchy on me and now change your viewpoint? I, I need somebody like you to explain to me why 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 it's like it is. But anyway, I don't want to get too bogged man, down dude. in it. I don't want to get too bogged down in it. But he interviewed all the Rangers broadcasters, coaches, and it seems that it's about a fifty fifty split. That half of them think it's got to be in a row, and about half of everybody thinks it's got it's just it's random. You know, whatever three strikeouts right. and that striking out the side. Very cool. So that's something for everybody to, to chew on because I had never heard that before in my 48 years of watching baseball, and I just I had to bring it up. Um, the Athletic does not pay us to say stuff like this, but, dude, they're a great website, uh, great writers from all different venues, from all different um, backgrounds, and it's just it's a wealth of knowledge. we got some homegrown guys on there too. we so. got some great homegrown guys from the fan. There's guys from the ticket. There's guys from Dallas Morning News. There's guys that are just Rangers baseball riders, Cowboys. It's, it's all over the place. But, man, I had to bring that up because when I read that article, it kind of it bothered me. I'm like, how have I never heard of this before? But that's that. You guys chew on that for a little bit. Let us know what you think. Email us, tweet us. I'd, I'd like to know what everybody's opinion is, if it's actually, you know, three batters in a row. Here you go, Cliffy. Lance is opening up a cold one. If it's three batters in a row, or is it just three strikeouts randomly through that half inning? So, everybody let us know what you think. All right, we're going to get into the meat now. Lance, where'd my run sheet go? Right there. There we go. But you did skip over the uh, apologies and corrections. Well, that's where I was going right now. We got to go to apologies and corrections. We always have apologies and corrections because it's who we are and what we do. We will. So, we, we we don't apologize to our wives enough, but we will apologize to you. So, so if you listened to last week, me. <clears throat> towards the end of the show, after we covered everything, we had a little jib jab back and forth. We were <laughs> we were talking about the NFL draft. Who's going number one? What's going to happen to Rosen and in in, uh, in in Arizona? Because obviously, um, Coach Bro's done with him, but he won't say it out loud or even tell him about it. So we we were trying to. Remember? Well, hell no. That that diminishes his uh, trade value tremendously. I, I get it. I get it. But it seems like they're going a step beyond that. But he knows. He knows he's out. Rosen knows he's out. Does he? I yeah. You would like to think that, but well, I th- I think he does. I mean, he the other shoe will drop, and it will drop probably on Thursday. Yeah, we'll know everything on Thursday. Um, so huh, we went back and forth with each other and kind of laughed it off because it was towards the end of the show after we'd had a few drinks. But we couldn't remember Kyler Murray's name. Uh, we looked at each other. Sorry, like, Mr. Murray. Who's who's going number one? And we we looked at each other and we're we're both genuinely baffled because we didn't know what the hell we were saying <laughs> or what the kid's name was. I don't think we remember what we were Dude, saying. Dude, I don't even remember recording that segment actually. To be honest with you. <laughs> So we apologize to Kyler Murray, hometown boy, for forgetting his name and that he's probably going number one. Uh, we also wanted to apologize for the technical issues that we had because apparently we are a couple of drunken old men who don't know how to work Facebook Live and Facebook, and we actually got on the air 20 minutes late last week because I didn't know you had to download Chrome uh, to run Facebook Live on my laptop. I thought it was just a glitch. and So... Yeah, so hey, but we got Facebook Live tonight on time. We actually started about five minutes early so people could tune in and watch and get ready for the show. But um, So that's apologies and corrections. Do a little tailgating pre-gaming with us. Yeah, you know what, we'll, we'll probably start to do that. We'll, we'll, we'll come on five, ten minutes early. You guys can kind of hear the, the pre-show and hear the conversation and the, the drinking and the debauchery that goes on before we actually hit record on the, on the recorder here. 
So, as we mentioned, we've got some stuff to talk about. Um, my new segment for the show, Quick Hits, stuff that I just wanted to mention but not really talk about necessarily. And, of course, Lance is welcome to comment and disagree and throw in his two cents, as he often does. Oh, but, I will comment. Uh, we talked uh, pretty extensively about the Rangers last week, and, of course, they are rolling right now. Hot. Uh, Rangers just finished. They tried to shit the bed today. They tried to shit the bed. They tried to give that series win away back My to My little Houston. brother sat out here and watched that shit, and they, I walked out here, and Lane said they were trying to shit the bed. They had the bases loaded and two outs, and LeClerc was LeClerc. Shit the trying to shit the bed. But yeah. he pulled it out. That's good, man. That's good. So they just finished a three-game series with the Disastros. Um, the Astros taking game one, seven the to two on pit. Friday. Uh, Saturday, the Rangers played a really good game, nine to four, and then today they held on. And when I say held on, that is by every definition of the term, holding on by the skin of their teeth to a eleven to ten win. But hey, the, the they took the series. They're twelve and eight on the year. They're uh, game and a half back now. I, I believe after beating the Astros, I can't remember if it's the Angels. I mean the. Uh, Mariners or the Astros it in first matter. place right now. But, man, they're right there. It's very, very early, but they're right there, and they're playing well. Uh, you're a fan of Woody. You said you had some confidence in him going into the season. And, and I like the guy, man. I think I think the, uh, I think the he's got control of the clubhouse, and, the, and I think the guys like him, the young guys like him. They look up to him. The old guys respect him, and uh, I think they're going to be – I think they're going to be fine, man. It, it, may, it may be a year or so, but – even old JD, after your rant against him a couple of weeks ago, I think uh, I think he'll I think he'll pull it out in the end. He uh, he'll make it happen. He always does. He always finds a way. Well, and we'll see going into the the middle of the season after the All Star break if they're going to be buyers or sellers. I can't imagine in a million years they're going to be buyers. Do I need some powder on my head for the glare? Is that is that bothering anybody? I can't even see it. Oh, okay, well, all right. Sorry. Just um. No, it looks good up. to me. If I take my hat off, there's going to be a lot more glare. Well, yeah. Well, no. Good thing we'd have spotlights, spotlight, spotlights on this thing. Jesus Christ, Man, dude. What the fuck tonight? is wrong with you? Hang on. Hang on just a second. <laughs> hang on. Here, let me get you another one. <laughs> good Lord Almighty. So, yeah, Rangers are, are rolling right now. The NBA playoffs are full underway. I don't know if anybody's watching the NBA playoffs. Uh, I know our buddy Steven's watching, um, but it doesn't matter what he watches because he has no valid opinion on anything. Um, so, Golden State, Houston, Portland, Milwaukee, Boston. Oh, dude, that feels good. Man, thank you. I need that about every ten minutes, if you don't mind. Oh, there it is right there. Oh, oh. Hey, freshly groomed, by the way. <laughs> it looks, I, looks nice. I wish I could grow one. Yep, you can. You can. Uh, Boston, Philadelphia, Toronto are all leading their series, and then Denver and, and go, this was going into show prep today. Boston closed did, them out today. Did Boston close Bo- them out? Boston, all right. Boston swept. Uh, Boston swept in Indy. I was so. riding the motorcycle today, so I did not get to watch NBA action that I would not have watched anyway. A little wind therapy. That's good for you. Um, Denver, San Antonio tied at two. Um, and I, you know what? I just have one thing to say about the NBA and the NBA playoffs right now. I think the NBA is in a heap. As Going back to my dad saying, they're in a heap of trouble. The NBA is in a heap of trouble, man. They got no draw right now. Uh, they got no LeBron in the playoffs. Uh, they got no star That's in the LeBron's playoffs. That's LeBron's fault. That's well, LeBron's fault, but it's it is what it is. But I, I, dude, there's 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 no level of interest. There's no stories going into the playoffs. You know, Golden State's going to dominate. Golden State needs to lose a series 
and get bounced one year for to create some interest for the next year. I'm about sick of Golden State. I'm so freaking. Did you know Oklahoma City is two and seven in the playoffs since Durant left? I don't know why I keep thinking of OKC as this powerhouse in the West still because they're not. I saw that stat the other day and I was shocked. Westbrook's a dog though. God, Westbrook's a dog. Speaking of dogs. Um. Sorry about. So, dude, I'm telling you right now, the NBA is in trouble, and I, I, I guarantee you that David Silver is is on in full panic mode right now because ratings are down, uh, viewership is down, and I guarantee you interest is down. Interest has to be down. I, I haven't liked the NBA for like the past past five or six years, but going into the play, I tried. Man, I tried. I tried to find a team I could be interested in, uh, and root for going into the play, but there's not one. I hate Golden State. I hate Houston. I hate freaking San Antonio. I hate well, all the Eastern I mean, Conference teams. In, yes, uh, we we hate the Spurs because the Spurs are are the are the uh, Mavs' biggest rival. But you know, after their after their display for our boy Dirk, I mean that. Uh, I wouldn't. No, mind. no, and that's to me that's a separate deal. Well, yes, I, it, I appreciated it that, and I loved what they did. It does, but, but I mean, it kind of kind of makes you makes you want to. Uh, Root for root for pop a little bit. I, I mean, hate their fans. I hate their team. I hate their uniforms. I hate their logo. I hate their name. Do you hate them as bad as Basic did? God Almighty! <laughs> <laughs> See, we can say <laughs> we can say it. We can say that there are a bunch of dirty Mexicans down no, in San Antonio, we're, but we're not going to. Oh, we're we're not, not going. No, no, we're not going to. Should I edit that out? Yeah, m- maybe, maybe. Well, we'll see if or I know just, how, if I even know how to do beep, that. Beep beep beep. We'll bleep it out. Yeah, we'll just bleep it. Yeah, our buddy Basic uh, went on a Twitter rant one year and cost him his job but hey i agreed with him a thousand percent i don't want to say a thousand percent a hundred percent um so yeah nba finals or playoffs are going on and they all suck somebody uh, smells good somebody just walked in here it must be billy good. billy billy smells good <laughs> billy did you, did you bathe today day before, day before yesterday what's you're still smelling soap, good man <laughs> a little little musky walking in here so the only other thing i had in quick hits i don't know if you saw the story read it anywhere so the the Red Sox honored the Patriots for their Super Bowl win here. I don't know if it was last week or week, but I think it was a week before last at one of their home games. Uh, Brady threw out the first pitch. Gronk was there to receive it. Did he get it there? They. So I've not actually seen video of this. I've seen video of the aftermath. Gronk was at home plate. I think the original plan was to to catch, as Gronk would often catch Brady, in more ways than one. We're aware of that. And he has retired. And he's retired now. So he had the, the Lombardi trophy with him up there at home plate. Oh, geez. So what do you th- – and I'm going to ask you two questions. Number one, how much do you think that each of them had to drink before they did this? Probably not as much as we would have. Number two, what do you think Gronk did with the Lombardi trophy when Brady threw the pitch? I'll give you multiple choice. Did okay. He, yeah. A – Set it down and politely catch the pitch like he was supposed to. Gronk, no. Did he, B, sit on the Lombardi trophy and catch the ball like he should have? Or C, use the Lombardi trophy as a bat to hit the ball? Jackass probably sat on it because I couldn't imagine him trying to swing and hit the ball with it. Well, I'm glad you said that because you are incorrect. God. He used the Lombardi Trophy as a bat to hit the pitch from Brady. And there is a huge dent in the trophy, in no their, sh- their version of the trophy. So, I mentioned this because... Did you know this line? No, you did not? 
I mentioned this because when I first heard this story, I was livid. I was like, how in God's name can you disrespect the Lombardi Trophy No that shit. Uh, mistreat it. Shit, Jerry won't even let anybody touch his. Everything it represents, you have just crapped on. And that dent will never be fixed. It will be there forever. It's going to be, and it's the team's trophy. It'll be in their stand. You can't find a good body shop to pull that dent out? <sighs> Not New England. Paintless, paintless dent repair? God almighty. I mean, <laughs> we've had some hail around here, so there's a good place well, to bring it to Texas to fix it. Well, so, but but here's the thing: is when I first heard it, I was livid. I couldn't believe it. I, this, I thought this was the most ridiculous, asinine thing in a long list of ridiculous and asinine things that Gronk has done in his career and Brady. But then I thought about it, and I started to remember the Stanley Cup. My most cherished, my I'll take it back. My second most cherished trophy in the sports world of all time. My first one most people won't understand or get, it's the Borg Warner Trophy for the win, uh, the winner of the Indy 500. But yes. the Stanley Cup is the oldest continuous sports trophy of all of the major sports. And, uh, or the, did I say the Stanley Cup is, I don't know what I just said. So, have you heard, read stories of the teams? Because, of course, the teams get the, 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 the trophy, the Stanley Cup, right. for an amount of time after they win it. Each each person on the team gets, gets a... Get to day with the trophy. They yeah. do what they want to. I've seen uh, whenever the stars won it, there was, uh, I don't remember who it was, but somebody bathed her kid in it. They had a newborn and bathed him in it. And Did you know that I drank Miller Lite out of the Stanley Cup in 99 after they won it? I ever told you that story? Was that before or after the kid was bathed in it? You know, I, I'd like to think it was after, but Cause if, at, at if this was, point. If it was a kid, it probably peed in I'm, there. Dude, I guarantee there are a lot, there's lots of pee and, and <laughs> everything else that was in that cup before I drank out of it. But that's a story for another day. And you know what? To me, that's endearing. I love hearing those stories uh, about the Stanley awesome. Cup. The, the huge dent that the stars put in it the week that they were partying with Pantera at Vinnie Paul's house. Vinnie Paul. When Craig Ludwig dropped it off the balcony as he was trying to jump into the pool with it off of Vinnie Paul's balcony. That's, uh, a, that's a huge story, and it's awesome. Luds. I mean, he's uh, – I, 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 I think of all those guys that, you know, Luds was – you know, he's a big softball player and or used to be. Maybe he still is. I think he, he may still play. But uh, just the most down-to-earth level guy, you know, one of the guys that we could hang out with and, and drink beer with. And So, yeah. Yep. I can imagine Ludd's doing something like that. That, that. That's pretty cool. So, I started thinking about all those, and I started thinking, well, maybe it's not so bad what they did to the Lombardi Trophy. Maybe the Lombardi Trophy needs – some of that history and some of those antics around it. Because i tell you what, man, the NFL is its a tight asshole is what it is. It is a sphincter that cannot be pried open with the most powerful of tools. And the NFL needs to open their sphincter a little bit. Well, I think as long as you got uh, Goodell as, as uh, commissioner, that's the way it's going to stand. I mean, unless you have somebody in there that lets – Let's guys let their hair down and and have some fun. Then it's going to be the NFL is going to still stand for, you know, not for long. Not for long, and the no fun Jerry Glanville and and the no fun league. I mean, it, it it's the way it's going to it's the way it's going to yeah. be. It's the way it's going to stand. I I don't see it changing. Yeah. So I don't know. Everybody's going to have their own opinion of that story, you know. And my whole deal was that I I was mortified when I first heard it. I've since come off of it, dude. I think it's good for the league. I think more of those stories need to be had. 
Um, there need to be more antics, more public debauchery with the, the Lombardi Trophy to help loosen up the NFL a little bit. But like I said, at first I was mortified. I couldn't even believe it. But, hey, he's Gronk. He's retired. He doesn't give a crap what he Gronk. does anymore. He doesn't give a crap what anybody does. He's still porting, porting. Is he still dating porn stars? Wouldn't you? How do you know I don't? Well, I might be right now dating a porn star. I, I have, I have, I have nothing. I'm, I don't leave Slint speechless much, but I'm, when I do, I'm it's, afraid to say anything. It's we hysterical. Hit. I'm sorry. Come on, Lance. Bear me. All right. So, our not so favorite quarterback in the NFL, Russell Wilson, that plays for the lime green uniform, Seattle Seahawks. Do you, Lance, do you consider uh, Russell Wilson a top tier quarterback in this league? Uh. No, but yes, he is. Really? Yeah. You think he is? Yeah, because he because he top five, top five. No, top uh, ten though. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's in. I would agree with. He's that. in the upper echelon of the of the league. He uh, he commands his team. His team follows him. I don't know. I mean, we're not in uh, the I Great my, Northwest. We're not in the Great Northwest. I need my buddy Eric to uh, to send me some some takes from from what they talk about him. But uh, I think that uh, he. He does. I think he does command his team well, and and uh, they believe in him. And dude, he. I mean, the little guy makes shit happen. I mean, he's. Uh, I know that he's been my little brother's quarterback in his fantasy team for the last couple of years, and you know he's been his kind of ride or die. And Lane, I don't know if Lane did very well in in fantasy this year, but uh, he'll be back. He'll be back. So, you know, <laughs> Russell Wilson just signed. He just got flipped the, off by my little brother. And he's off camera, so he can't see it. Dance. Well, we need to set up a second here. camera next time behind yeah, us. Yeah, just showing the yuck monkeys out in the crowd. All, um, the, all four of them? Yeah, there will be more. Uh, so, Russell Wilson just signed a new contract. By the way, after basically holding his team hostage, which I don't agree As they're with. all on their phone. They're really paying attention yeah, to they're this. Watching they? the, they're watching it on Facebook. That's what they're all doing right now. Um, I don't like the fact that he held his team hostage to begin with. Gave them a, a hard deadline that says, if you don't sign me by this date, and I don't know what that date was, April 15th or something, tax day. Should he Should he really be the highest paid player in the NFL? I mean, that's He said, no. if you don't sign me by this date, I will not sign a long-term contract with you ever. And what what do you have? Another year still on his con, on his existing yeah. contract? Yeah, like, he did. Who who does that? And I get it. He's good, man. If, if I was Seattle, I'd have said, you know what? See you down the road, brother. Well, and we that, will draft somebody else and replace you. Like we don't even remember you. So what do you think uh, that's going to do with uh, Mr. Prescott? Well, here are the numbers. Before we get into Dak, I want to give the numbers on his contract. It's a four year. Uh, what was the total? hundred and fifty million? I don't remember. But I do have the year annual breakdown. So he had a signing bonus of sixty-five million dollars. I think it was four years, one hundred and forty million dollars. He has a sixty-five million dollars signing bonus, and then his twenty-nine. And this is, dude, this is how teams are 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 playing with the salary cap and salary numbers. His his signing bonus was sixty five million dollars. His first year's salary on this contract would be twenty nineteen. It's only five million dollars, all guaranteed. 
So his first year, he's going to make $70 million if you include the signing bonus. Uh, year two, 2020, base salary of $18 million. 2021, $19 million. Uh, 2022, roster bonus, $5 million, plus the $19 million base pay. 23, another roster bonus of, of $5 million, plus $21 million. So this goes through 2023. So he's basically making $35 million a year is the way this breaks out. So what does this mean for Dak? Well, you know, there's been speculation that Dak was going to draw in upwards of $30 million, which right. I think is a huge mistake. God. Um, I, if you're going to make that kind of money, you better be the best at what you do. And well, you, you and, better be in, in and here's, rare company. Here's a comparison. I, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but if you look at Dak and Russell Wilson, their numbers side by side in their first four years, they're almost, dude, they're almost identical. The numbers are almost identical. The only the only change, the only the only difference is the fact that in year two, Russell won a Super Bowl. Russell has skins on the wall. He and has he's been he, to another Super Bowl. He has he, lost. he has he has a well, and that was not on him. Nope, that was a not at all shitty play call. I agree. 100%. Who does not give that ball to the beast? Not Russell's fault, nope. but but you know what? History will show that he did not win that Super Bowl. Right. And that's all that that all that matters. So, going into February, Stephen Jones with the Cowboys was quoted as saying, when asked if if he deserves a thirty million dollar contract, Stephen Jones. This is in February. Stephen Jones was quoted as saying he deserves it. Now it seems to me like that's terrible negotiation. No, it's not. I mean, yeah. I mean, who who wants to go into negotiations when you're? Bo- I mean, if I go into a job interview and the guy tells me that I deserve two hundred k a year, and I go, in, no, I'm not. No, I really don't want that. I mean, who the, who the fuck's going to say something like that? So it's estimated that Dak's going to make between twenty five and thirty. This was before Russell Wilson's new contract, right? So, of course, all the sports writers, analysts, they say whatever they want. They're all saying now it's going to be 30-plus. Do you know what Dak has made the last three years? Chump change. The Cowboys? Chump change. Uh, he made $450,000, $540,000, and $630,000 in the last three years, starting every game for the Cowboys. And, of course, he won Rookie in the Year, Rookie of the Year in 2016, and he's been to the Pro Bowl twice. So, based on those numbers, I'd say we've had a pretty good bargain going. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And when uh, when, when, when uh, Dak Prescott's – Are you baiting me into absolutes now? It's not real hard to do. <laughs> so, when Dak Prescott and his agent go in there to meet with Steven, because, you know, Steven's the one that negotiates these now. It's, it's not – it is no longer Jerry. Jerry. This is all Steven, which I like. I yeah. think that's a yeah. good thing. Uh, yeah. Um, when they go in there – I guarantee his agent's going to have that quote on a recorder or on his phone, whatever. Yeah, let's play this. He's like, let's start with this, sir. And he's going to play that quote. He's like, well, there's our starting point. What else can you do for us? And Steven's going to have his hands tied. Um, I feel like Dak, Dak, Dak is not Russell Wilson. He has not been Russell Wilson. But, man, he's, he's right there, in my opinion. He's, he has the ability of Russell Wilson. Well, I believe the truth, the proof will be in the pudding this year. I mean, he's got uh, he's got a defense this year. He's still got Zeke, 
and that was something else I was going to bring up. You know, they have the Cowboys have taken the option for Zeke in his fifth year, and uh, that there's stuff that's been put out there about uh, you know look out for for Zeke to to hold out, but uh, I don't. I mean, you know, seeing some of the places he's been to with uh, with uh, public appearances and stuff like that i think it i think that i don't know i hope that zeke doesn't do that because if he does by god we are uh we're in trouble oh it's gonna be a shit show yeah, man it, I, i'd be bad i'm not a fan of any player holding out you know we had emmett hold out what was it 94 93 i believe coming off of his rookie contract um he held, held out the first two games which were three losses three 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 games all losses for the cowboys yep no team had ever started 0-2 or 0-3, whatever it was, and made the playoffs, much less win the Super Bowl. And we did. But, yes, of course, he came back. But you know what? This team is not the 93 Cowboys. No. Um, next year will not be the 93 Cowboys. So, uh, allowing a player to hold out and get to that point is not going to be fun. I, I, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of Le'Veon Bell, what he put the Steelers through last year. Um, I think it's bad business. By the business. way, it killed me. In my fantasy league, it's bad business for football. It's bad business for the player. Uh, it's a it's a black mark on the league, and it's it's something has to be done. This and this is all because of the franchise tag yeah. of the teams having the ability to franchise tag a player. And there's something in this system, and I don't know the the system. I won't even proclaim to know that I know the ins and outs of the franchise tag and how it works. But that's why we have Steven. <laughs> exactly, it's his problem, not mine. But dude, something has got to be fixed. Something somewhere is broken that that allows this to happen in the league and allows players to have that power over their team. And that's what the players' association wants. And great, hey, that's great. Yeah. But does the players' association want the league to continue to be successful? Or do they want their players to make billions of dollars as the league folds? Well, I mean, you know, and I think we've talked about this before. You know, the, the, uh, the Players Association for the NFL is probably the worst in professional sports. I mean, you've got, you've got the NBA. They, those guys come and go as they please. They have a, they have a great, uh, you know, uh, Players Association. They have somebody great running it. I don't know who now runs the NFL Players Association. I don't recall who that is, but I mean, the owners—the owners of the NFL—run the NFL, and the, because the NFL Players Association is garbage. No, it is. It is not Major League ba- Baseball Players Association, which is by far the most powerful union in the world. They get everything they want, and Major League Baseball sometimes is is helpless with their demands. But I agree. Uh, the Players Association in the NFL um, is weak. And I don't remember when this franchise tag thing started, but, dude, it's broken right now, and it needs to be addressed. Um, the next collective bargaining gr- agreement is coming up, I believe, in 2020 or 2021, and all signs indicate there's going to be a holdout. There's going to be a strike. Like oh. Even now they're predicting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe it because both sides are so far away. Uh, neither side respects the other. And each side is looking out for themselves, and that is a not good. That's not a good business model, and it's not good for sports. And I just, I, I, hate, I hate that. I hate that for the Cowboys because it's going to happen. To I'm surprised Lawrence signed. I mean, we, they got that deal done, and I'm shocked. I did not expect him to play in 20, uh, 2019. Are you done with this? Yeah, you want it? Can I do? Can oh I yeah, do this yeah. Stuff? Go ahead. Go ahead. 
damn it. You're going to hit it and knock it over. <laughs> I was trying not to hit it. Oh, I was going to well, throw it at Lauren, actually. You, well, the, should, hit me the next one. I'll, I'll, I'll hit her I'll let you throw the next one. Yeah, let's throw the next <laughs> Uh-oh, one. Uh-oh, here we go. Target. Oh, crap. Glad that's on that side of that camera. Um, so, Lance, we have this little hockey team in Texas, America. The little stars, baby. That are the freaking June bug on my neck. Right there. There's a the June bug. It's crawling on my neck. Uh, should have thrown it at the girls. You should have thrown it at Stacy. We have this little hockey team in Dallas that are playing quite well right now. They're known as they're known as the Dallas Stars. We can call them whatever we want. They're called the Dallas Stars. And uh, they're playing very well right now. They are in, in this thing called the Stanley Cup Playoffs. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, have ever watched it. A few people watch it. But it is basically the postseason for the NHL Sports League. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> uh, of course, they are matched up against division rivals and division winning uh, Nashville Predators. And as of this recording, the Stars lead that series 3-2, to two, brother. 3-2. to two. Uh, These last two games, the Stars have dominated. Man, they were down 2-1. to one. Dominated game four and absolutely dominated game five. And this this is some of the most exciting stars playoff hockey I might have watched in twenty plus years. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's 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 fun to watch. I I, I got to watch them a little bit yesterday, uh, hanging out with uh Stacy and some of her friends and but yeah, it was uh it's fun to watch and they they put it to them yesterday, man. It was uh flying around the ice. It's 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 playoff hockey, man. Well and dude, this is an exciting playoff year. You know, we've got two number one seeds that are out by the number two wild card team. Well, I mean, so, that's, when it comes to, you know, series, it's not a it's not a one game. Nope. It's, you know, it's it's sustainability. Well, and then I think I think the NHL more so than any other sport. I mean, you have series, playoff series in baseball. You have playoff series in basketball. I feel like the the ability for a lower seed to beat a higher seed is more prevalent in the NHL. Because literally any team can win a seven-game series. You get a hot goalie, you get some hot defensemen, you get a hot scorer. Depending on where you're at, right. anybody can beat anybody over a seven-game series. And we've had that happen. Um, Tampa Bay, ousted by the Columbus Blue Jackets, a sweep in four games. Tampa Bay was the President's Cup winner. Right. Yep. Best record um, in the Columbus league. Columbus squeezed into the playoffs. They were barely in the playoffs as the number two wild card. We had the same thing in the West, Calgary and uh, – Colorado, Colorado ousted Calgary four to one. Um, these are number one seeds. These are good hockey teams, but dude, it did not translate. Uh, Dallas is up three to two on Nashville. We're gonna play uh, whoever wins in this series. We'll play the St. Louis Blues, who ousted Winnipeg, who was my pick to win the cup. Well, four games to two. And uh, dude, I've said it on previous broadcasts. I was terrified of the Stars matching up against Winnipeg in the playoffs, and nope. I've said it numerous times. The Stars. And that's gonna, you know, playing playing St. Louis. It's, it's going to give me some family turmoil because Stacy's family is up around from up around St. Louis, and my Uh-oh. my brother-in-law is a huge Blues fan, and that uh, that will, I'm sure there'll be a little side wager going on with that. Well, and I I'd be disappointed if there wasn't. Um, I feel like the Stars, I don't want to get ahead of myself here because we haven't won nothing yet, but I, you know, I feel like we're going to match up well against St. Louis. Um, division rival, we know the team well. They know us very well. They're a defensive-minded team. Um, 
if we can keep two scoring lines healthy and scoring, and if Bishop can continue to stand on his head, man, we got no problems beating St. Louis and advancing to the Western Conference. Finals. He is the best break dancer in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. <he is. laughs> uh, so our little stars are shining bright, deep in the heart of Texas, uh, playing well. There's a, a I don't want to call it a bandwagon following, but you know we've said it before. Dallas loves a winner, and stars are in the playoffs and they're playing well. They've got a following again, and it's fun again, man. It's fun going to Stars games again. It's fun watching hockey on TV again. It's not Reunion Arena, but it's still no, fun. No, it's nothing will ever be Reunion Arena like I wish it was. But, but man, I'm, I'm so happy that this is happening. It's It's been three years since the Stars made the playoffs. Then they, You know, they won the, the first-round game against Minnesota in 2016, but they were supposed to win that series. It wasn't, it wasn't an exciting series. This is an exciting no. series against Nashville. Um, there's hits. There's scoring. There's penalties. There's frustration, which leads to fights. Uh, it's man, it's just fun to watch. I don't we know. We got what else a rookie to say. coach too, man. I know, and a I was rookie not, coach. Not a fan of Monty, man. When 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 he was our pick for coach, but you know he's hey you you said it best. I don't know a couple episodes ago that he's got a system that the players believe in. Yep. And all you got to do is believe in it, and it works. A lot of I mean you know you, a lot of people don't think that uh, that coaching matters in the pros and and but it. You know, you get the right guy at the helm, and people believe in it, and and those uh, those millionaires will follow you. Those millionaires will follow you. Here, Mate. you can have that one. This one? Yep, that's yours. Lauren, where are we going? Oh, Here, it. my turn. Oh God, we weren't even close, dude. And those are huge boobs we were aiming at. <laughs> we weren't even close. Tough to hit. Uh, so yes, uh, she's elusive. Not going to say congratulations to the, the stars wingspan that, because know, they haven't won anything yet. Out. But but it's fun to watch. We hope everybody's watching and, and we're on board with the stars. Um, so last week, Lance, the Dallas Cowboys football organization. Uh, they are. They Arlington. play in Dallas. Yep. Actually, they play in Arlington. They play in Arlington, but they're our favorite hometown team. And they they home base out of Frisco. Yes, right up the road from us. The Stars, a mere 15, 20-minute drive, if that. Actually, it's down the road. Uh, down, because okay. it's south. You're, right. You are correct. Um, so, the NFL just released the NFL schedule for 2019. You have a copy of it in front of you. I, I have do. a copy of it in front of me. Um, so, I wanted to run down the schedule. I don't want to spend a ton of time, because every nope. freaking radio station does this, and we're not going to go game by game. Um, but I do have picks. I do... I do have uh, notes here of what games they will win, what games they will lose. Veronica is on the edge of her seat wanting to know if they're going to beat the Eagles this year because she's an Eagles fan, and she's a Carson Wentz fan. The Feagles. The Fleagles. The um, Philadelphia Fleagles. So, you know, before the, before, the, before the schedule came out, I was, you know, blind guess, blind. Oh, incoming. Almost had you. Almost had you. <laughs> Uh, blind guess before the schedule came out, I was I was saying nine and seven, ten and six for the Cowboys, and I believe they will win uh, the NFC East again next year. Uh, but now that we have the schedule, I've been able to break it down more, and I went game by game. I didn't go based on the entire schedule. I wanted to say uh, to myself, okay, Giants at home, that's a game they should win, and this is based on everybody being healthy, starting rosters as they are now. Of course, it's pre-draft again, but. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm at ten and six still. I'm, I'm at ten and six, and I've looked at the NFC East other schedules, uh, the Giants, the Redskins, and the Eagles. 
and I've looked at their schedules and the wins and losses that I predict for them, and I've got Dallas winning the division. So, still. Okay, and I haven't won the division. You've got them at ten and six. Give me your give me your six losses. My six losses are New Orleans and New Orleans, yep. Green Bay and Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay is not in Green Bay. Green Bay is or here. I'm sorry, Green Bay at home. I lost Green Bay at home. I have at Detroit as a loss. At New England as a loss. Just so you know, uh, my buddy will be in from Phoenix for the uh, for the Green Bay game. We will not be watching that game at your house, sir. You don't want to be called Kitchen Boy again. Not a fan of your friend Arnie. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm just kidding. I love you, Arnie. <laughs> I just hate. I hate that but, you're a Packers but, fan. I, I, I mean, but I I believe I I have that as a win. Detroit. I, uh, well, no, I have not Detroit. Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay. I have Green Bay is a win. We're going to beat Green Bay in Green Bay. And no, Green hey, Bay is not in Green I Bay. Mean, Green Bay's in Dallas. Jesus Christ, son! Wait, take your wait, cod piece off, on, get that on. out of your mouth, and hang let's on, here go. We go. Wait, look, watch. Put your glasses back. I, I oh, got, hey, look. I got my old glasses. I need longer arms to see this shit. Hey, look, I've got uh, Dallas losing to Green Bay in Arlington. <laughs> Asshole. So my six losses. He has my six losses. My six losses are at New Orleans, Green Bay at home, at Detroit, at New England, at Chicago, and the Rams at home. Those are my at, six losses. At Detroit. Why at Detroit? What makes you think we're going to lose at Detroit? Well, I was going to pick either at Detroit or... Or at Philadelphia, because we're going to lose to a team on the road that we shouldn't lose to. And I would, I would say, at, and I can't pick a loss against Philadelphia because I hate Philadelphia. Well, I do too, but I see that happening before Detroit. Well, but the at Philadelphia game is the second to last week of the season, week sixteen. Carson Wentz won't be playing because he's going to have a hangnail or something, and he'll be on the injured he'll list. He'll probably blow out another fucking knee. He's going to blow out an eyeball or have a bad hair day and not be able to play that week. But they don't have a backup anymore. No. Because he is now in Jacksonville. No. That's, and that's why I had on the road at Philly a win in week 16. You may be right. But I do not, uh, I do not see the Cowboys losing to Detroit. I do not like. Okay, how about I give you this? They lose either at Detroit or at the Jets. Oh, Jesus. You know that the Jets and their schedule – they do not leave the Eastern time zone. They do not leave the Eastern time you, you, on their entire fucking schedule. You texted they do not me that the other day. The Eastern time zone. Jeb. And I had to look it up. My buddy Jeb hooked me up with this. They do not leave the Eastern time zone. And the furthest west the fuckers go is Cincy. I believe they play Detroit too, right? I don't, I'm not looking at a map. I don't know which one's farther west. But either way, that's ridiculous. But, so I mean, yeah, it's, it's well, and let's let's talk about the anomaly of the Cowboys' schedule too. While we're at it, no back-to-back home games for the first time in creation. No back-to-back home games, I believe, in the first time in their franchise history. Yeah, I, 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 and you know, there's been a lot of bitching and whining about the Cowboys having the you know uh, Thanksgiving game, and this will change it up. This will change it up, being that. You know, they do, they do not have a home game before that Thanksgiving game, and they can't stay at home, you know, before that with the, on the short week. And uh, right. so that will they'll throw a little a little uh, wrench in the in the gears. But uh, I don't – yeah, I, I – looking at the schedule and and, what and, you got? and going through it, I mean, I'm at 12 and 4. Whoa. I don't uh, – they're going to – they need to start the year at three and zero. I 
I don't see well, I've them. I've got them five and two before the bye week going into week eight. Yeah, because you got them losing to the Jets. But the Jets are early, and the Jets are bad. They've uh, they got Darnold at quarterback. If he you know if he if he changes <clears throat> and gets uh, figures something out, I mean he was a great quarterback coming out of college. But I mean is he is he really that good? Has he really shown anything? If he shows something, then then yeah, I may be wrong. But I don't I don't think we're wrong there. Hey, I'm gonna interrupt you for a second because we have some Facebook comments I want to get to. Oh, I wasn't scrolling before because my mouse didn't work. But apparently we have comments that I didn't see. Uh, our buddy Gregory Quinn from the Tolo page. What's up, Greg? Good to have you with us, man. Thanks he for says, joining. He says, what up, y'all? Uh, the lovely and talented Tammy Chapel says, hi, boys. She's in the neighborhood. She should be over here yeah, drinking, Tammy drinking with us. Tammy should be over here. I don't know why you're talking to us on Facebook. I mean, she could, she could join the, the, the packed house. We have a four here watching. Oh, is there room for more people? I there, don't know. There, there may be room. I mean, and you know, the dog's tied up over there, and Lane just got through. Chasing uh, lady Lauren, Lauren informs me that she's in Arkan- Arkansas. 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 Mm. Uh, Alex Hudson joined, and she was watching for a little bit. She didn't have any she family probably lasted in Arkansas, about five she? seconds. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, our buddy Richie Pierce was on. What's up, Richie? Good to have you with us. Wish you were here. Uh, Tammy had an additional Tammy comment. Eagles suck. And then Tammy she did a frowny. says the Eagles suck. And How then the little frowny face. How about that little v? v? How about that little V? You know, I have to agree with Tammy Chapel. Uh, I agree with Tammy. Uh, and then apparently she did not agree with my uh, loss to Detroit. Good for you. Thank you. Um, and no, Tammy, it is not the Patriots on Thanksgiving. Um, we have the Buffalo the, Bills. Yes, the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving, not the uh, cheating Patriots. Um, but, yeah, so that, that's a W. Uh, and, of course, she followed up. Yes, she's in Arkansas. Nancy, Nancy Ramsey, our Nancy favorite manager Ramsey. at Fire S52 is she watching She still us. loves me more than she loves you. You know what? I'll concede that. I believe Good. that. I'm glad you did. She told me Finally, that the other day. I win. She gave me a hug. Said, hey, I miss you guys on I Sunday won. night. But, but I love Lance more. But I miss Lance more than I miss you. So, yeah, everybody on Facebook, if you're watching, shoot us some comments, some questions. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know that you're out there. Let us know that we matter, that we're important to you, and that uh, this is America's favorite podcast. America's. We're growing the show. America. As Lauren's shooting me the thumbs down as we say that. Oh, no, it's up. It's up. She's got a really long thumbnail, dude. She's Does lying. she ever jab you with that? Jesus Christ. That no, she scratches my back with those. Oh, well. Holy mother of God. Hey, after the show, let her scratch your back because it's good. <laughs> Well, maybe she can do it on the air, and I'll just yeah, melt here in the chair while I'm sitting on, on a pillow to look as tall as you do. All right, so you got Dallas at 12-4. and four. Yep. Uh, yep. You want to get into playoff predictions just for shits and giggles? It doesn't, doesn't mean nothing. No, it doesn't. It, 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 means, it means zero because I, I really haven't looked at – since the schedules have come out, I haven't looked at any any the other schedules and, and seen what, since, what anybody else is going to do uh, – so, well, but we know uh, if the Cowboys do not at least make the NFC Championship game, someone's losing their job. I mean, that's kind of the consensus, right? You're going to fire me if the Cowboys don't make the NFC Championship? You're going you're gonna to bring Billy or Lane in to take my place? No, I'm going to fire the manager that's up at our Taco Bueno that takes 47 minutes to make. Oh, burritos. they got bad ticket times. Sorry. Good God almighty. Uh, I don't know where that goes out of the blue. I mean, Sorry. Lane could be like the guy from Major League. With Harry Doyle in the booth, <laughs> and just sits there and says important shit and 
grabs the bottle every once in a while. That, Bob Euchre. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. That would be my little brother. Well, maybe we need to have Lance. I mean, Lane come in and sub for Lance one one night. <laughs> Lance may get drunk one night and not. Hey, be Lance able to has a face. Or Lane, God, I keep calling him Lance. Lane has a face made for Facebook Live. We have faces made for radio. There's no question. We look a lot alike, son. We're both ugly. That's what I'm saying. No. We, oh, you and him look alike. No, we look, look alike. alike. No, I don't see it. One no. of y'all's adopted for sure. There's no way no, y'all are blood-related. No, you're wrong. And, and I, Lauren, do they I, look blood-related? I need to be on. Yeah. Which one's cuter? Don't even answer that fucking Veronica, question. Veronica, which one's cuter? Billy, which one's cuter? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's, it's, it's mutually agreed on this, on this broadcast that the Cowboys oh, are going to win the Super Bowl. The women are laughing about something stupid. Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they're going to beat Miami. Has Lane ever worn? To 10. Has Lane ever worn the khaki shorts? Lane doesn't need to wear the khaki shorts. Oh God! Oh, God. Fuck! I lose! I lose! I'm losing to my younger, cuter brother. <laughs> Fuck off! I got an older, cuter brother. I lo- often lose too frequently. Well, that's your problem. I know. He's baller than I am. I have to. Call, I can't call him my little brother because he's bigger than I am. So, is he a better my, golfer than you? No. 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 Is he better at laying poison in people's yards than you? Absolutely. So, hey, let's give Lane a quick plug. You want to give Lane a plug on this? This dude, yeah, absolutely. We love Lane. Uh, So, Lane works for Quick Sumo. Quick Sumo Pest Control. And they're based out of where? Based out of Anna, Texas. Um, Lane is one of their, I'm going to say, technicians. Damn, I'm good. I, I know job stuff. Uh, I'm glad you're getting this shit straight you because got, you, the cod piece is throwing you completely fucking off today. I took the cod piece off. No, you did not. A long time you, ago. No, I, I see you fucking scratching it every once in a while. Well, it's made out of burlap, so I'm not real sure what to <laughs> uh, do with it. Burlap. So you guys need God, some pest control. We're going to give a plug here to Quick Sumo, uh, based out of Anna. If you're in the 380 corridor, I'm guessing, anywhere along there. I think Lane goes all over the fucking place. Y'all serve all of Dallas, Fort Worth? He will go anywhere. Right. He will He will kill a bug fucking Don't anywhere. Don't tell my wife that he'll go anywhere, okay? That, you're well, just going to make things uncomfortable. Uh, so, pest control. I don't want to give Lane's phone number. No, let's here, not do though. that. Let's not do that. Hey, we'll post it on the Facebook. But I will, on hey, the, we well, will on start the with, the, with Tim's phone number, and the first number is nine. <laughs> You've been saying you're going to do that since episode zero. So, I mean, we're on episode seven. But you realize we'll I have... done with 17. You realize I, mean, I have your phone number, too. <laughs> and I, I can do the same thing. I didn't know my wife's phone number until I got in trouble and had to have it. Uh-oh. Sounds like a police matter to me. We will not go into that. Nope. Nope. So, we'll post Lane's uh, pest control information and the quick sumo information on the Facebook page. And we will mention it on the... Um, on the podcast. Go to their Facebook there, page. There's like another share. Let's, let's do this. Hey. Okay, go ahead. No. The, the, the Facebook yeah, page. There, there's, they, go to that Facebook page. There's, there's something else that I want to plug tonight. I do, too. That cup over there has got my picture on it. I need to see that. So, there's bitch. a plug that we need to make. Um, our best friend in the whole world, Veronica, has made us tumblers. With our show logo. Slogo. 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 Our, our slogo. Our slogo. Okay, okay. Um, 
And Honey, my of, tongue's getting fat. The name of Veronica's company is... Is it Creations First? Creations 13. You didn't have to ask her that. I, I didn't have told know. You. I've been told different things, well, man. I'm terrible at facts. Well, you fucking don't listen, apparently. Hey, when I worked at the ticket, I never did live reads, and this is why. Well. Because I'm terrible at it. We're not supposed to part. I asked right her to make either. me a commercial, write what she wanted me to say, and all she sent me was copy points. So, like, now i got to make up my own commercial for Well, no, cups. I mean, the woman has, uh, she's been in business for for a little while, and she's a year, and uh, she's making, uh, she makes cups, all kinds of cups, big cups, little cups, wine cups. I think I've, I've bought her several cups. I have copy but, points to cover all of those well, things just you just said. Get all, get all over it, shit. So, Creations 13, based in Paloma Creek, Texas, the lovely and talented and very large boobed uh, Veronica Dennis. Lovely lady. This is her lumps. company, and she's made cups for us in the neighborhood people for a long, long time, and they're freaking awesome. Um, you guys might have seen me up here with my, my other tumbler, the Harley Davidson tumbler that's got my biker name, Razor to Rancho, on it. She made that very early on, and I pretty much take it with me everywhere, but it's about to be replaced by this one. If y'all are on Facebook Live, you can see them on the front of the table. Um, so she basically makes custom made tumblers. And you know what? Everybody's got a freaking tumbler now. I see them everywhere I go. We were at Mudbug Bash for 105.3 The Fan on Saturday. Everybody's walking around with tumblers. And you know what they all look like? Blah. Stainless steel. Yeah. Everyone's tumblers Blah. look exactly the same. Blah. And they're all made out of stainless steel, which is a high-quality product. Yeah, absolutely. But. High-quality H2O. They all freaking look the same. You're going to set yours down somewhere and forget it's yours because there's four other ones right next to it. Now you're drinking out of somebody's spit. You're going to get a disease and you're going to die. I don't spit in tumblers. I spit in solo cups and Well, no, but cans. there's backwash. Well, well, I mean, you know. You're going to drink someone else's backwash because you don't have a cool still cup. Beer. It's still beer. 13. It's still beer and you still paid for it. So I, I, this is a message for people. I'm trying to save your life. Okay. Don't have a generic stainless steel tumbler and then misplace it or have it next to someone else's. You drink their spit and you die. This no, is a public service announcement. That's a little over the top. You don't know that. That might have happened already in third world countries. Not, well, in third world Veronica's countries. Veronica's tumblers, though. This is a all first world problem. Veronica will make you the cup you want. You tell her what you want. She will. She has got a genius uh, imagination and will come up with great shit. She made one for my wife for Christmas, and Stacy loves it. So I just gave her an idea, and she ran with it. it it's awesome. Well, no, they're all awesome, and she's made one for all of us, our friends that hang out. She made, she surprised us with these these show ones. I didn't know she was doing that, and I was, I was flattered. I mean, they they look they look super great, but the only issue is they look the same. So we flattered might get ours or fatter, both. Yeah, I go with no, both. I, I, so she sent me some copy points because I said, hey, you got to write a commercial for me so I can read it on the air. But she didn't know how to write a commercial, so she sent me copy points, and I promised not to read them as copy points, but to make a commercial out of it. But you're just gonna fucking read them. Aren't but you? then she was late. And we need a chance to talk about it ahead of time. You had to get weed? You had to go buy weed? They don't deliver that anymore? You don't have you don't have the right guy then. Yeah, yeah, we we'll hook you up. Uh, so here, let's talk about Veronica's cups a little Do bit. Do it. Uh, her name of her company is Creations Thirteen. These are high quality and these are all Arctics or Yetis or uh, the same generic quality of Arctic or Yeti that cost half of what arctic and yetis cost um they're stainless steel double walled keep cold drinks cold and hot drinks hot you know why that's good 
because you don't want your cold drinks hot and your hot drinks cold. That that would be terrible. They are custom made. She makes them in, literally. I've seen her. I've seen the setup. By they hand. make them in her house by hand. Billy loves it. Billy um, loves watching her do that shit. And you know what's funny? She, With his we, dragon on his shoulder. We have our names on most of our cups, <laughs> but the funny thing is, she pointed out that personalization is available and encouraged. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't want your name on your shit. We may have to make her put some customization. Big Red may need to be on the back of that. So she protects all of the designs with an epoxy. It's FDA approved. It's They're OSHA compliant lids. She's got sizes from 10 ounce to 40 ounce. And then specialty sizes uh, for coffee, wine, water, baby bottles, stuff like that. I so think I bought some of those for her. Probably. I, I think you did. I, I heard I that have, story. I have uh, bought several of those at... Uh, your local neighborhood Walmarts. Tammy Chapel thinks that our commercial is really funny right now. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to post a link to her website, her Facebook page, all of that good stuff. Might even put a picture of her up that, on the, on the that website. That will be, yeah, we're going to put that in the de- description of the, of the podcast and that way everybody can see that. And but we hook, wanted, up, hook up Miss V. Yeah, we wanted to give a special shout out to Veronica for these cups. They're amazing. We love her. Yeah, they're, they're beautiful, man. I, I can't wait to can't wait to use it. And we love everything it's that a, she It's a does. shame I don't have something to pour in it right now. <laughs> yeah, they'll hold hot and cold, remember? Really? Yeah. Will, All it, right. will it keep my cold beer cold? So that's enough payola plugola for today. We love Veronica, but she ain't going to take over the show again. Nope, nope. She's done that before, like twice. Yeah, she's with her boobs. Well, I mean, because you, you allow boobs. that shit to happen. Would you say no? No, I wouldn't say you no. You turn that down? <sighs> Stop. That's what I thought. I'd be worried about My you wife is inside listening to this. No, she's not. She's walking, watching CSI or something. <laughs> Maybe she's watching CNN. She's watching ladies no, curling. I, I think I blocked that channel. Good. You should have. All right, dra- uh, Lance, you know what else is coming up this week? What else is coming up? The draft. The NFL draft, Yeah. Baby. We're going to touch on this quickly because we've had a lot of questions. And, hey, let's preface this by saying we are no KT, Jeff, Dane, or Brian. No, absolutely not, man. We were, we went Thursday night to Draft One Hundred One at the at the station at One Hundred Five Three, and I tell you what, those dudes are incredible. I have such a wealth of knowledge, and with, they have got. Man, I am not your beer bitch. You got them on your side. Put them between us. If I put them between us, then you'll drink all of them, and I don't have control. I cannot drink as fast as you, sir. Well, pick up the pace. Be a Dorset. I'm trying. I'm not a Dorset. <laughs> drink like a Dorset. I'm a, dude, hashtag. Drink like a Dorset. Wait, Tony or Lance? And Lane. See, that's something we covered in hey, episode hashtag zero. drink like Lanny. Is Lance Lanny. related to Tony? Hashtag drink like Lanny. Drink like Lanny. But she's Lanny. No. That's her nickname. Lanny is my daddy's name. Uh oh, now we're going to have a conflict. That's pretty funny. Hey, and this is a cool, quick story. I'll I'll try to make it short. Y'all know I won't. So, Lane was out and got a huge recommendation for a review. And uh, customer put out a big review, and they called Lane Lance, and uh, he said it to me and told me, "Please stop taking credit for my shit." So it's <laughs> it's great, and 
Lane, thanks so much for coming out, sitting here with us. You almost hit it. God damn it. Stop. Trying. I actually needed those notes. I was just trying to throw something at the camera. Well, don't throw Don't throw Here, just empty beer can. There it oh, was. Oh, bam. Bingo. Rocket. Dog will get over Stupid it. Stupid dog. What, dogs have nine lives, right? Somebody want to straighten that out a little bit? I think. Do we move it? Yeah, a little bit. Nah, we're all right. We're all right. So, finish your story. No, I did. Oh, I did. My bad. I I got credit for for Lane's awesome work, and uh, so y'all call Quick Sumo and Lane will hook you up. So the draft is coming up on Thursday, round one. Of course, the Cowboys have seven picks in the first round of this year's NFL they draft. Do not, you dumb jackass! Am I misreporting stuff? You are. You you're a liar. That's kind of what we do. You're a liar. Here. No, we don't misreport shit. But they already have their first round draft choice, and their first round draft choice is Amari Cooper. Of course, so everybody remembers the Cowboys traded their 2019 first-round draft pick. Maybe the maybe the best first-round draft choice they've made in a long time. For the great Amari Cooper with Oakland. Besides last year. I mean, they got Leighton Vander Esch last year. The Wolf Hunter. Yes. Right. Speaking of Leighton Vander Esch, I took the lovely and talented Lauren and Veronica to Mudbug Bash. And... Leighton Vander Esch was at the autograph and picture table, probably 50 feet from where we were, where we were standing at some point. They drooled, didn't they? And I said, they hey, there's Leighton. Why don't y'all get a, go get a closer look while I scope out the other chicks that are at They drooled because I wasn't in khaki shorts. They're like, no, no, we're good. We can see him from here. It's all good. We're fine. No big deal. What do you think happened five minutes later? <laughs> they walked over there for a closer look. Of course. Yeah. Of course they did. So the consensus was he's dreamy, right? Were they? Did, did I, had they remi- I had to remind them that he's like 14 years old. They ended up sitting in his lap, didn't they? Eventually. So long story short, Leighton Vander Esch is going to move in at our house and be our nanny. And she wants to swaddle him like a baby. <laughs> Sorry, Cowboys fans, but wrong. my wife has stolen Leighton Vander Esch from his career of professional football. Of course, that's inaccurate as well. <laughs> so anyway, Liar. of course, yes, the Cowboys traded their number one draft pick uh, to the to the uh, their first round draft pick to the Oakland Raiders. If anybody could see my little brother swaddling Leighton Vander Esch right now. Amari it's Cooper, fucking magical! It's magical going on right now. There is magic happening at Studio Sixty Nine at Casa Not So Grande. Wait, what was that? What was, the, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> So we all oh, now have Jesus the visual Christ, of Lane swaddling Leighton Vanderess and wiping dribble off of his mouth. Somewhere there's an artist uh, that can make that happen oh, for us. Oh, hey, Fish. Fish does some. Fish does some drawing. Fish and some does sketchings. some stuff. We yes, get, he does. You get fish or your uh, talented brother-in-law that, that hooked us up with that with that logo right there. That's he is talented, but he's conflicted as well. Well, uh, well this is not. This, this, no. Nope. Hell of a musician. Oh, he's a very good musician. Yes. He's, he's in a really good band. I wish I was in that band. Well, I think you are I'm the Wire Rams. Where are the Wire Rams playing this weekend, this next weekend? Uh, we're, we're actually going to have a show scheduled again. No. Ever. You will play in our garage? For yeah. I mean, y'all can play in the for garage uh, background music? <laughs> How am I going to do that? Well, no, you won't play. You'll no. have, I mean, they pop your shit hey, in anyway. Hey, maybe Lane can play bass. <laughs> Lane could play bass, but they they pop your shit in. That's true. They pop your shit in. You just stand there I and look act like. No, well, that's 
I try to look pretty. That's Lauren. Do I look pretty sometimes? Oh God. Okay. So here's the thing. She calls me a snack. Because, I don't know what that means. Because you're quick. Hey, you're someone quick. else called me a snack today. At the freaking restaurant we were at in Louisville. I'm walking in, and this chick. Yes, yes. So we're, I'm walking in. There's a booth here. There's a chick here and a chick here. This one's looking at me, and I walk past, and she's eyeing me the whole way. And I'm eyeing her back. And I kind of look at her, go around, get our refills of free margaritas, by the way. As I'm walking back, I walk past her, and I hear one of them say. invited me. I hear one of them say, now that's a snack. <laughs> And I turn around and looked, and they're they all like, but shift their eyes over here, or whatever. And I'm like, I don't I don't know how to react to that. I'm not a piece of meat, ladies. Okay, I have feelings. I have feelings. You're wrong. I'm a man. You have no feelings. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm forty. God bless you, Mike Gundy. <laughs> how old was the chick? Questions from the peanut gallery. Uh, no, she was probably 50s. <laughs> she was 50s, which is not old. No, By it is not. It is, 50 is not old. Hey, they were cute. I've Fuck had worse. every one of y'all. 50 is not old. I've totally had worse. So hey, be gorgeous at 50. We're getting off on a tangent again. We're getting... Jeez, this show's gone to shit already. Okay, but, okay we need to get back to the shit. Come on. We've... we've, we've this Twist is our last on. segment of the show. Yes, we are an hour, 12 minutes in, sir. No, hour and, well, yeah, 12. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, I'm wrong. That says 17 because we did five minutes of pregaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we started the video before the, the recording. So, the Cowboys, of course, traded their first round draft pick this year to Oakland for Amari Cooper, who has turned out to be the best number one draft pick we could have ever had, other than Bob Lilly. Yes. Uh, Danny Noonan was failed. What was that, 86, 85, 86? Uh, Aikman was okay. He might have panned out a little bit. Uh, Emmett was all right. Irvin the year before that. Russell Maryland was all right. The original triplets. Yeah. Well, no, it's the original triplets. I mean, you think about Roger and Tony and Drew. They should have been. By God, they should have been. Okay, the English word for triplets was not invented yet. That word did not exist in the 70s, I don't think. So I didn't exist in the I'll 70s? I'll have to look at it. Are you a triplet? No, but, I mean, just go on. <laughs> Man, we are bogging down speechless. in epic proportions right now. So everyone's asking, uh, who are the Cowboys going to take at 58? What's their biggest need? Uh, do they need to draft a coach at 58? If they could trade for a coach, that'd be great. Well, they can. They they, they, they can. They can. And, but and that that may happen. But we don't know that yet. It so. won't happen this year, though. It will if Red Jesus doesn't get his shit together. Well, I mean, but it's not going to happen before this year's draft. No, 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 no. And of course, we're talking about the great Sean Payton, my drinking buddy. Ever talk about Tommy and Lauren did shots with Sean Payton? Oh, God. And the two hot blondes he was trying to score with. Is there anybody else going to talk about? (laughs) So, do you want me to go over these players or do you want to save it for next time? No, just real quick. Because next time it's going to be too late because the draft will already have happened. But maybe we'll have somebody that can give us an evaluation of uh, my reputation. No, not my reputation, but the uh, uh, draft. Let's let's do that. Just don't throw the fucking koozie at me again. Oh, no, it's not empty yet. What? Oh, now i got a spare. 
All right. Hey, you got to spray Light in the refrigerator from last week. Oh, I have to drink that on the air, don't I? But, well, you don't have to, but you can. That'd be, that'd be fun. Oh, that'd be a good Will of Misfortune challenge. We, right. uh, maybe we need to bring that so, back. So, would you like my pick for the Cowboys at 58? Yes. Um, do what, I have a choice? What do you think the Cowboys need is at 58? What, what position do you feel the Cowboys – now, keep in mind – we just redrafted a 38-year-old or 36-year-old tight end who's been in a broadcast booth for a week. So my top choices for... He was in there for a year, sir. What did I say? A week. Well, it seemed like a week. Well, because he was I mean, so good. Next. Uh, so <laughs> so the, the, your, options for, your options for Cowboys' best need at 58 are going to be defensive line. Safety or cornerback. If anybody gives a shit, what I think they need to do at 58 is Let's they go to the board and they take the best available, irregardless of what position it is. If you don't, if you don't re-sign Zeke, you take a running back, the best available. Whatever's the best available player. Zeke, Zeke's still here for another, what, two years? No, one. Just one. one. They just, they just took his option. He's did, got, he's got one year left. Did he enroll back at Ohio State to get his masters? Dude, Ohio State. I could go to Ohio State right now. But they need to take the best available player, the best available athlete at the okay. time. Whatever, whatever's available, whatever position. Okay. We're set pretty much in anywhere. If they want to narrow it down to a specific position, safety. All right. And see, I think that's the number one need as well. I think they desperately need another tight end. Absol- well, no. But there's not a tight end we're taking we've, it. We've got a year. We've got a Hall of Fame tight end right now. We're not going to go back through that shit that we, that we talked about the last time. If we have a if, they, if they're going to zero in on a position, I believe the position they need to look at is safety. But believe in what you got. I mean, so take the best available. How right, it works well, out. In, in my opinion, the best available player at 58 is going to be a safety. And who is it? Uh, that would be Zach Allen. Zach Allen, not the quarterback from Buffalo. No, no. And – Unfortunately, Zach Allen is not a safety. No, he's a quarterback. No. He's a Buffalo. Defensive lineman from Boston College. Yes. I, uh, I agree with but that. But I don't think he's – if he's there at 58, that's who you take. But I don't think he's going to be there at 58. That's who I want at 58 is Zach Allen. I, um, 6'4", 281. He will not make it to 58, you, brother. You know, you can never have too many defensive linemen. And I know we've to 58. I've seen. We've I've got seen Randy Gregory issues. Well, we're always going to have Randy Gregory issues until the NFLPA grows a set of fucking nuts and changes shit. And I feel like they will probably in the next three years. I feel like that movement has started. Just ask David Irving. He'll tell you that it started. So, if Zach Allen is not there at 58, which I strongly feel he will not be there at 58. Nope. Um, with the 58th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Dallas Cowboys take Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 
Okay, Ruby Paltz. The Dallas Cowboys select Taylor Rapp, safety from Washington. All day, every day. That's my guy. All day, every day. Um, If if he's there, by God, you take him. Yes. No, and I think he'll be there. Um, I don't feel like a lot of teams have him rated second round. He's, He's more third round, but, you know, we're talking late, very late second round. We've got a great defensive if, uh, defensive coach that will that will he's dude Chris Richard will do wonders with Richard Richard likes those big tall long lean long arm guys yep. so yeah I think it's I think it's right where we want to be so yeah Taylor Rapp I believe our pick at number fifty eight some other possibilities and most of these are going to be safeties uh, everybody's talking about Juan Thornhill from Virginia I don't think he's going to be there at fifty eight. I don't think there's a chance he's there at 58. Was he on their basketball team? <laughs> no. No, okay. Uh, Jalen Jalen Ferguson's uh, from Louisiana Tech, defensive end. I'm big on him. La Tech? Uh, from the La Tech. I remember them talking about him at uh, at the uh, Draft 101. Yes, he was a big topic of conversation topic. at Draft 101. I don't think he would be there at 58. Just a quick shout-out to all the dudes that were at uh, at the Draft 101. The guys, you know, besides the, the four genius up front, uh, Kavanaugh and Brugler, uh, KT Broadus. and Broadus, you know, those guys just a wealth of knowledge. But the dudes that were sitting in the in the audience asking questions, I mean There's some smart guys there. Very smart dudes out there, man. It was it was it was cool to sit in the back and, and be able to watch uh, watch it all unfold in front of us. It was it was very cool. Yeah, I was sitting in the back next to Jesse Hawley, former Cowboys great. Uh I Yes. You asked well, me to take a picture to send to my wife. I did. No, he did. Oh, he did. There's a story. Yeah, there's a story well, behind that. I, I don't he said, "Hey, do you want to take a picture and send it to your wife?" I don't want to hear that story. I don't want to hear that story. But neither does Jesse. But I, I promise you this: I've always imagined Jesse being a whole lot smaller. He's not a small man, dude. Sir. He is a beast. We love Jesse, and he's got a lot of hair. He's got a whole lot more hair than I do. Is that real? Yes, it's real. His, his hair is real. You've seen his hair. His you hair's real. real. His hair's real. You know it's going to get back to him. We were talking shit about him. I, you know what? Maybe he'll come on here and debate us. But That'd I'm not going right. to debate him about his hair, but he's bigger than I am. Hey, my, I have better hair than him. I, I will maintain that. You got better facial hair than he does. I have a better beard than he does. Well. A better beard than everybody here right now. I, I, I okay, don't maybe not I, Billy. Sorry. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> Billy's is straight... Straight sexy with that white right in the front. I mean, it is what it is. I aspire. Right. To be, I aspire to be real man. I don't want to go on too day. long about the draft and, and potential picks of fifty-eight because number one, I just don't know that much, and number two, I honestly don't give a rat's ass who they pick at fifty-eight. No, I mean, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun on Friday because we don't have a pick on Tuesday or on Thursday. I'm sorry. Um, so be if any a fly guys on the wall for, in the war room. If any of you guys are looking for draft parties in the DFW area for the Cowboys, uh, I will let you know that 105.3 The Fan has draft watching parties at pretty much every single Pluckers wing bar in the DFW area. Uh, different personalities will be at different uh, locations. All over the place. Um, I'm pretty sure we are going to be in Addison with Ben and Skin. Uh, the KNC Masterpiece are going to be in Allen, and I don't have the other. Somebody will be in Grapevine. I think maybe G-Bag. I don't, I don't have that in front of me. But if y'all are looking for a fun time and a draft-watching party, 
this weekend. Man, you guys come out to a Pluckers and hang out with some of the fan guys because they're all amazing. We we love them. So that's going to wrap it up. Lance, you got anything else for this episode, episode number seven? Nothing important. Nothing is ever important. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and take us out of here? Hey, just uh, love each other, take care of each other, and uh, remember where your bread's buttered. Love y'all. Thank you. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What does that mean? Remember where your bread's buttered? You've never said that before. Try to change shit up every once in a while. Shit. I should have asked off the air. Sorry. So, what? But what does that mean? Just remember where your bread's buttered. Think Is about that, it for a minute. You talking about Stacy? I remember where my bread's buttered, don't I, baby? Okay, I get it now. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I interrupted. Y'all, uh, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Uh, tweet, share, do all that good shit. Uh, thank y'all so much. We love y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Drunk Sports Podcast. Join us next time for more Drunk Sports Talk with Lance and Tim. Until next time, here's to you. This is the funnest night ever. (laughs) We're all drunk.